0: Money.
1: Yo everybody, how's it going? It's your man, your host with the heat, Damien Bartonic, and welcome to the debut of Dame's Dropback. For a debut like this. I had to bring on someone special, someone that I love to watch play the sport I love. You know, episode one of Dame's Dropback, I had to do it large, like my guest, '96 Impala. So, ladies and gentlemen, sitting across from me via Zoom, I have star defensive tackle Daron Payne joining me. Daron, thank you for joining me today. How are you feeling? How's your day been? I saw you were at Alabama earlier.
0: You know, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. Just um, I've been back back in uh, Tuscaloosa training, uh, just getting getting right. So. It's, it's been fun getting to see all the new coaches and all the new upgrades they have to the staff. So, yeah, I'm, yeah a, I'm having a bunch of fun right now.
1: Yeah, y'all got a whole bunch of championship or number of championship trophies, all kind of stuff in there, man. I saw you, you say that y'all were running yeah. out of space up there. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. I don't know I don't know what they're going to do when we, if we get some, well, not if, but when we get some more championships, yeah. I don't know what they're
1: going to do. I'm honored to have you, man, and I want to thank you and your team for locking this in. I'm very excited to talk about your career, but also I'm equally as excited to discuss the moments before Big 94 was a thing in D.C. So let's get into it. Yeah. Before we discuss things on the field, before we get into, you know, your life, let's talk about some passions of yours and some things that mean a lot to you. I see you post some exotic whips like the Impala I referred to earlier, uh, but you got, you know, the G-Wagon on big wheels. You got a blacked out Benz. Yeah. Our, uh, I've even seen the Matt Green Corvette, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah. Our cars are cars a passion yours?
0: Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's been a passion really my whole life. My dad actually gave me um, the 96 and follow-up a long time ago, like uh-huh. middle school. And I just been cherishing it, keeping up with it. And once I got a little money, I just been trying to get a, uh, get it, a, keep it right. And, um, yeah, but cars, I really, I just, I just like um, put my own little touch onto things. So I, I always try to go big when I, when I uh, get a new car. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I seen the G wagon on Ford Gattos. I said, Lord have mercy, that's like thirty inch wheels on there. I was like, golly. Oh yeah, it's sit it up pretty high. Yeah, is that kind of the only thing you're passionate about outside of football? Or is there anything else like you'd like to mention?
0: I love cars. I, I know I'm, I'm I'm into shoes too. I got a bunch of sneakers. I got like two hundred pairs of sneakers. So I feel like it's kind of obsession right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your favorite pair? Um, uh, right now I, I be rocking kind of anything, but as far as Jordans. My favorite pair of Jordan might be ones or elevens. Yeah. Uh I've been rocking a bunch of um like SBs, like dunks here lately. So
1: I have the uh the Butthead, the Beavis, the Beavis and Budhead pack of the of the Nike SBs. I have the low and the mids. Oh yeah. I like I literally just got the cool gray threes in yesterday. Like I just got them and I needed those. Oh yeah,
0: I gotta get those.
1: I want to talk about something that was a big moment for you last year. I saw last year that you purchased your mother a house. How does it feel knowing you can provide for your loved ones?
0: Uh, it's, it's a great feeling, actually. Um, my, my people, they don't really ask for too much. So when I can um just bless them with things, it's always, it's always good to um give them, give them um what they put in because it's a lot of uh work that goes into uh me becoming who I am today. It's not just me. And um I like to pay pay my respect. And um I I also promised my mom that I would, I would get her a house one day. Like, I want to say it was like my, my freshman year in, in college, I wrote a letter and told her I was going to do that. So being able to to mark that off my list, it was it was a big accomplishment.
1: Like, I know it's a goal to provide. I know personally, like, it's a dream of mine to one day take care of my entire family. Seeing that you do that, it's, that's awesome. I want to talk a little bit more about your roots, you know, before you were a star of your position, before you were in the NFL, before even in college, when you were just, you know, a kid in Alabama. You're a star your position in the NFL today, but let's take things back to a young Duran. As a youth growing up alongside your twin brother, Darren, what was life like for y'all in Alabama? Was was the NFL a dream for you both? And uh,
0: what positions did you initially play? Growing up, I, I was into all sports, football, baseball, basketball, well, me and my brother. My brother though, he um he really, like he played sports growing up, but kind of towards like middle school, high school, he, just went, he wasn't into it no more. So, um, but for me, uh, I, I always had it in the back of my head that that I would, uh, that I wanted to go to the NFL, but I never never thought it would uh, come come as quickly as it did. Like it, everything just happened so fast. Um, growing up, I played a bunch of running back, actually, like running back, back. Uh In middle school, I played a little O line, D line. I played a, I played a bunch of everything. So um, I don't know. It's just I always wanted to have something to do. Like I. When football season was over, I, I went and uh, tried out for the track team, and, and found out I was good at shot put. So yeah, it was just it was just really just some something to keep me busy. I, I always I always had friends that uh, played sports, so we we was just always hung out doing that.
1: Yeah, I saw too that your brother. I read in a, in a piece from like three years ago that he's into art. Is yeah, that, does, do you have any like yes. of, his, of his paintings in your house or anything like that, or or like paintings or drawings or uh,
0: anything
1: like that? Or no, at my mom's house though, he got he got stuff in there okay Everywhere. okay i got you running backs interesting i didn't i did not expect that that's that's pretty interesting you know i interviewed Earl campbell um uh, like two two months ago and he was telling me that his first position that he ever played was kicker and i was like what i was like kicker
0: but you know it was crazy yeah i don't i don't know why i just hit a i just got huge out of nowhere going into um like high school so yeah they had to put me on the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Continuing about your time growing up, how do you feel like your community
1: there in Alabama influenced you, and how have you been able to give back to your community?
0: I feel like I had, I just had a, a bunch of uh, good good like coaches mentors um to just guide me in the in the right direction and uh, just teach me teach me how to um, just go about things the right way and. And I think it, it really helped my career and it, it, helped, it gave me things that uh, I could use today and that I've been using my whole life. And um, as far as giving back, I, I usually, I know I couldn't really do too much because of COVID last year, but um, I know I had a backpack drive and uh, we, we just be doing a whole bunch of stuff. I, had, I gave back um, some, some blankets to the, um, to the homeless shelter not too long ago but anything like anything that that comes up and that I can do, I I always try to maybe uh maybe this off season I might try to throw a little camp or something. Oh yeah, I don't know. I've been I always want, I want to do that. So yeah, let's and, see.
1: and I saw that the the backpack drive stuff. That's that was awesome. You know that's. How many did you uh, yeah. did you give out that day?
0: Oh, it was a bunch. It was a bunch. I can't, I can't tell you the uh, exact yeah. number.
1: From the outside looking in, I want to kind of transition to, you know, your high school, you know, how you were in high school and everything like that as a, you know, a nationally recruited athlete. From the outside looking in, being a high school kid, it could be very difficult to stay on the right path. You know, we're all, at you know, at that age, we're all dumb kids who think we know, you know, everything about life. Uh, we can attest how high school can be tough, but I wasn't a nationally recruited athlete. You were. So what kept you on the right track as an athlete and a person? Who were some people who motivated you but also looked out for you as you went on your journey before, you know, you were in college?
0: Uh just like I said my uh, I had some really good I had I was blessed to have some real good coaches um and and they they really just guided me and kept me in the weight room and then like all my teammates they were really good teammates so we, like we just pushed each other and and worked really hard because we had a goal in mind and and everybody just stuck to it and and I don't know, like, once, after, after I um, just got in the weight room and focused on my books and, and all that, it seemed like everything just started playing into place. And, and uh, one, one um, scholarship just turned into 15, and it just, just went off out the, out the wall.
1: Yeah, and, and I want to touch on that because in high school, you know, you were heavily sought after as a D lineman. You had your first unofficial visit to Auburn in 2012, which you're, what, 15 years old at that time? And then you you received you received an offer from Ole Miss in mid 2013, along with Clemson and Georgia. Ultimately, why did you choose mm-hmm.
0: Alabama? It's uh, just the program, um, the the their weight training and Coach Saban really, um, just the uh, mindset he instills into all his players of that you have to work hard to uh, get what you get you get what you want. Is nothing that's going to be given to you, and and I feel like that was the right decision that I made, and. and and it played it off. I got a couple of uh, national championships, SEC championships out of it. So I'm, oh, I'm yeah. happy with the decision. Number eight. <laughs> hey, you caught a touchdown too now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
1: let's touch on your time at Alabama. You were a guy, you know, in retrospect, looking at your career. You played at a high level in the trenches. You had a storybook career there. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, you even at to the point where you caught a touchdown pass in the national championship game. You're at Alabama as a true freshman. You play at games. As a sophomore and a junior, your, your numbers along with your uh, play just consistently improves. When you got to Alabama, you were a raw kid but had tons of potential. You spoke on it a little bit earlier about Saban, but what does Alabama and Coach Saban do to get the most out of everyone that walks in their building, and why do you feel like so many players from Alabama, including yourself, translate well to the NFL and succeed?
0: I feel like we've, he uh, instills, like, um, like, a work ethic, and it just falls over into your everyday habits and, and um, like, the same stuff. I can I can feel myself just uh going about things like, oh, I gotta do this, just like like in college, like wake up and train and do all that stuff. But it's really just the work ethic He's, he he uh instills instills in, in everybody. It's like you have to you have to wake up and work hard and grind to get get what you want.
1: Was there any like specific goal or a mindset that they instilled or was it kinda like what like what you said, just the work ethic, that's kind of what they preached and you feel like that kind of led into you know, your and I was,
0: uh, our, our goal definitely was to be great. Like, mm. we wanted to be great, and to, and to be great, you have to um, prepare like crazy. And and that's what I think uh really um really set us apart from everybody else. Just the way we uh, prepare week in and week out, and how they held everybody accountable. Like every day, um, it was no day that that uh you could just slack up. So that's yeah. that's that's really all. Yeah, and especially because y'all are bringing in, you know, five stars after five stars. So kind of like you
1: can't get, I would assume. No, nah. nah, no way. <laughs> uh, it's you'll, inter- get, you'll get lost. It's interesting because you saw this process take place firsthand uh, as an 18-year-old kid, and it ultimately led you to every football player's dream now that, you know, you're in the NFL. Before we transition to your time in the NFL, I want to follow up with one last question about Alabama. I want to talk about your national, your touchdown in the national championship. Like I mentioned, er- you know, earlier, you know, before the interview, Something on Twitter said like it was your favorite sports moment. Was that something you prepared for leading up to the national championship? Where you
0: were, what was going through your mind? Yeah, we, when you found out? I mean, we practiced, we practiced the play like the whole season, so it wasn't like a surprise thing that they just threw in there. It was, it was just really like when, when were they using it? And, and I don't know. They just after I had caught the, the uh, interception, they they was like this is the perfect time. So I, I got the ball. Well. I knew I was gonna catch it because I, I didn't drop now one in practice. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I was just excited. I, the only thing they was telling me was uh, when I scored, just don't celebrate. So I, I feel like they they uh they came and uh tackled me just to sabotage my celebration. <laughs> uh what was going through your mind when you found out?
1: Like were you were you at all nervous or not? You were ready because you know you you already prepared. No, I it. was
0: ready, like I was like, dang, it's it's finally happening. I've been big, I've been big <laughs> all this time, I finally want to do it.
1: Now you come into the NFL, you know, let, let's transition to your time in the NFL now. You know, you come into the NFL, you're a first round pick, you get the phone call that Washington is drafting you, and tell me, what does
0: it feel like? I was excited. I I kinda I kinda knew that they was gonna draft me because um we had talked we talked about it before at at our visit. So I wasn't really uh surprised that they were that they were coming to get me, but just um going like first round, it just um I don't know, it's just like uh, accomplishment, like every every kid, something every kid wants to do. You, you know, um, just growing up, uh, uh, working hard, just putting in all the hard work, and then it just finally paying off like that. It was just a, a very happy moment. I know uh, I had I chose to um, to uh, have have my come well not combine, but my draft at home in Birmingham, so all my family could be there, and everybody was uh, everybody was happy. So. They were proud of me, you know. Um, it was just an exciting moment. I, I, I try to relive it every now and again.
1: And I'm not gonna lie to you. So I saw the uh, last night. I was looking over, and I saw the, uh, like your first day um, at Red. At a, it was you know formerly called Redskins Park, and uh, you were on the plane, and you were like, "It's a bit overwhelming," you know. Da-da-da. Did those feelings? Did that kind of stick stick with you throughout the entire day, or did you ever like kind of calm down and, and take it all in? Uh,
0: no, I took it. I took it all in, but it was kind of. It was kind of. Um... Like it all happened real fast. Like I got drafted one night. The next, the next morning, I'm on a, a private jet going to uh, to uh, Washington, Washington, D.C. So it was it was happening pretty fast, and it was just all exciting to me.
1: So now, you know, speaking back then, you know, you're drafted. You're a pro football player. Um, 20 years old when you're drafted after such a long journey, coming from Alabama to the D.M.V. Do you feel like the D.M.V. has embraced you, and how have you been able to give back to that community?
0: I definitely feel like they embraced me. Um. I feel like more so, more so than not, I get more uh, more people recognizing me in the DMV than than I do in Alabama. Like any, anywhere I go, they they always, oh man, the Payne. Let, let's take a piece picture. Let's do this. Let's do that. So um, I definitely feel embraced. Um, at the beginning of, of last season, I had um I gave away I had like a little um fresh fruit and um like produce giveaway. Me and uh, Jimmy Moreland and we gave out like. It was like truckloads of, of, of fresh fruit and uh, produce. And that was, that was pretty fun. I think we might uh, try to do that again soon. So that was, that was just the first of uh, the many things that
1: I'm, I'm trying to do. That's awesome. I'm glad the city has embraced you. Uh, the surrounding areas definitely love them from 94, especially what you see on social media, man. I, like whenever I made the announcement, people are going crazy. They're so happy. Like they're like, man, big pain, big pain. I know personally, I live in Texas. You're from Alabama. Uh, we're both in the south here. I know personally I'd be a little nervous about leaving warm weather and breakfast tacos here in Texas and swapping it for freezing weather and foam posits. I don't think I could do that personally, but, uh, but Hey, you know what I'm saying? You see, you seem to have acclimated to your surroundings pretty well, especially on the field. Uh, your first two seasons in the NFL, you played very well. You had eight sacks through two seasons as a nose tackle. Uh, your plays, your play against the run was very good, but the team wasn't seeing much success. Uh, coming from Alabama to Washington, was there a bit of a culture shock for you coming here? Considering the team was losing and there was heavy turnover throughout your first two seasons, it's definitely
0: um, like a, a shock to you. Um, coming from winning almost every like every game that you play in to losing a bunch, um, is is not fun at all. It's definitely not fun, but it, it teaches you how to um, just put your put your head down and. Um, just continue to grind and um and and just like this season um it didn't start out too good but we just continue to work at it work at it work at it and good things just start happening so it's it's really it's really a process man you gotta just stick to the process and um, control what you control come in every day and, and and just be prepared prepared to put in the work and um and on Sundays just go out and perform.
1: Yeah, and, and the injury bug hit the team big during your rookie season. You're, not you necessarily, but just the team in general. Uh, your second second year was an obstacle in itself for the team in its entirety, but 2020 finally seemed like a year of competence and structure. Uh, the 2020 offseason comes, and your new coach is announced. It's Ron Rivera. I remember in a post-draft interview when you first met Jim Tomsula, you discussed how Jim Tomsula, quote, loved you, and I believe you jokingly said he's crazy. Uh, when you first met Ron Rivera, what were your initial takeaways?
0: I... I met I met uh, Coach Rivera. Actually, um, they brought me to Carolina for uh, for a, a visit, and and we just sat down and talked. He, he's a pretty pretty cool, laid back guy. Um, he lo- he loves his players. He um, wants the best for his players, and he he definitely uh, likes to 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 work hard, and he definitely loves to win. So, my kind of guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, from the outside looking in, it seems like a culture was established from the moment Rivera was brought in. You know, and looking at you know now the 2020 year, the team drafted guys like you know Chase Young and Cam Curl. They signed free agents like Kendall Fuller, Ronald Darby. Uh,
0: outside of the personnel, why do you feel like this defense improved to an elite level this season? Um, I I just think we had a, a a mindset as of as if we was like the best defense in the NFL, and we tried to go out to practice and practice like it. And we tried to go out on Sundays and play like it. And um, uh, we, we really weren't trying to take take too much of nothing. Like we, if we gave up stuff, we would really be upset about it. Like we, we were, as a defense, I feel like we, we were really hard on ourselves and um, because we expect a lot, because there's a lot of talent in the room. And um, I feel like everyone thinks, well, not every, we as a whole feel like we are we are the like the, the backbone. They spend all their chips on as far as the front. They spend all their chips on us up front. So we take a burden on that. And I mean, it is what it is. We, yeah, it is. Uh, you come in, you got to go hard and you got to perform. Because, um, but I think we embraced it and and it, and it turned out good. And and as far as this next season coming up, I'm I'm just excited because last year was um like our first year together as a group. Like. Uh, this last past season, they combined, combined the rooms with outside linebackers and uh, D-line. So uh, I feel like that was our first year to gel together. So th- this year coming up, I feel like this is going to be real special.
1: Yeah, and, and it wasn't always easy, especially looking at last year, because, you know, the top 10 defense uh, in total we see now, it wasn't here from the jump, at least statistically. As the 2020 season began, like you alluded to, the team struggled. A quarterback change was made. You were sitting at 1-5 and five at one point. But why do you feel like down the stretch, uh, y'all finished six and four? And, and why do you feel like y'all made the playoffs? What was the biggest difference?
0: Because, because like, even though we were losing, it was like, man, we're right, we right here. We're right on the edge of it. Like, it's just, it just going to take this little bit of focusing up and uh, locking in and keying in on on the assignment, and we're and we going to just take off, man. I feel like once once that started happening, this good things started happening for us on defense and um, offensively-wise, uh, I know we had a bunch of injuries, but they came out. They came out and um, did their thing too. So,
1: Yeah, and, and I believe that's something we all saw. I, I mean, from the outside looking in, you figured that if this team could put it together, if all three phases could, you know, quote, do their job, they can make some noise. I think the initial game against Dallas kind of put fans on notice, and then y'all go back-to-back, back, y'all beat Dallas, then you beat Pittsburgh. The following week, you know, it really put it in perspective when it comes to the ceiling of this team uh, when all things are clicking. Now, let's talk a little bit about the locker room. You have a locker room full of competitors, uh, especially last year. You were led by guys like yourself, Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Terry McLaurin. Um, Alex was battling from injury, uh, injury. COVID was running rampant. You had Ron Rivera, you know, the leader of men who battled cancer. When you look back at this season, how would you describe it?
0: It was fun. It was, it was definitely uh, the best time I've had in the in, in the NFL so far. Just um, the group of guys. We just just all bought into to the um, the new coaching staff and, and their scheme scheme of how they wanted to do things. It was hard at first. I ain't gonna lie. Just um, changing up, changing up everything going into uh, the new defense, but dude, it it worked out for the best, and um, I enjoy I enjoy myself. This past season, and I'm just um, really just ready to get back to work. I'm, I'm excited. Like, I, I feel like the future is brighter for us in Washington.
1: Yeah, and I, I know from an outsider's point of view, uh, this is really like the most exciting season the football team has had since RG3's rookie year. It's awesome to see the fight and the will in this team. And, you know, to really cap the, You know this, this episode off, I want to discuss a little bit about your career to this point. You're coming off a playoff season, the first of your career. Is that taste of playoff football something that will drive you even more in your career? What was that experience like for you, especially oh. since you were able to t- sack Tom Brady twice in your playoff debut?
0: Definitely, like for me, it feels like the bigger the game, like the bigger I need to be. So, I just like playing in big games. Like, it's just I don't know. It's just it's just it excites me. Like when I wake up on Sunday, I'm just on go from from the moment my my uh, feet touch the ground and um like this the the past this past playoff game, it just it just gave me another like it gave me something to take into the offseason to uh grind grind on just just cause, cause I know we can um get there and when we get there we need to keep winning. So so I'm trying to I'm trying to get a Super Bowl one day. And if it's in Washington, I I I'd be so happy.
1: <laughs> and be honest with me, man, you kept it a thousand for this entire interview, but I need you to keep it a stack one more time just real quick. After you sacked Tom, did you ever talk trash or did you just keep it moving? I saw you throw up the double peace signs. But... Oh, no.
0: No, I, I don't talk. No, I, I ain't talk trash to, uh, to Tom. He He's a good guy, man. After the game, he, he dabbed me up, told me good game. So, yeah he's, yeah, he's a pretty good guy.
1: And now, you know, all eyes are on, on 2021. You have the football team's Twitter saying that y'all are, quote, coming for more. Uh, so, tell me, after making the playoffs, what are the goals for yourself and the team? And looking at this team, do you feel the best is yet to come?
0: Yeah, looking, looking at the team, I do, I do feel like um, we, have, we have a lot to uh, grow on, a lot to just improve on, a lot to um, just take forward from our last season. And, and um, all, all we can do is go, go up from here, and I'm excited. I know everybody else is excited too, so kickoff can come faster.
1: Yeah, and we're, we're in the middle of, like, draft season right now. Free agency's coming up. You know, I'm excited to see y'all out there again. My last one for you is yeah. now that you're entering year four, I know you've alluded to some people who've been really important in your life uh, before, but who's been, you know, a mentor or a leader you've looked
0: at throughout your time in the NFL? Really? Really, I just look at, um, like, guys, guys that I'm around every day, like, on a day-to-day basis, and I see how they work, like, Warren Kerrigan, for example, uh, just see how they go about their days and how they have like a strict just schedule of how they do things and like how they just real professional about about themselves. So like, I just look up to guys that um, they that do do things how how they're supposed to be done in, in the right way and like real pros.
1: Yeah, and shout out Ryan Kerrigan. You know that's that's awesome. Um, It's been a pleasure to see you grow on the field. And it seems like your support system around you is as strong as can be. Deron Payne, it was an honor to have you on the debut episode of my show. You're welcome anytime on the show. Your people have my info. I have theirs. If you want to talk football, you want to talk sneakers. I saw you back, you know, old old Instagram picture. You had the true blue threes. I need those. You know what I mean? I appreciate you sitting down with me to discuss your life and your career at this point. Uh, if there's anything you'd like to let the fans know or any social media info you'd like to drop, go ahead. The floor is yours.
0: Uh, no, man. I just want to tell the fans, uh, I know, I know it'd, be, it'd be hard sometimes, but just keep on keeping on, man. We're going we to get there one day eventually. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen,
1: this was episode one of Dame's Dropback, the Deron Payne interview. Thank you all for tuning in. Follow the Twitter at Dame Dropback. That's at D-A-M-E, Dropback, D-R-O-P-B-A-C-K. Follow Deron Payne on Twitter at 94YNE and holler at me. Peace
0: money me Thank you. Thank you.